Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to episode three of the Motorsport Republica podcast. Gentlemen, how are we? Yes, Hello. very well. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, James, apparently there's a bit of breaking news coming out of Diamond Creek from there, yesterday. There is massive news coming out of Diamond Creek. Uh, our co-host Tom Shavilak is now engaged. So oh, yeah, Tommy. Thanks, boys. Didn't know I'd expect it. Thank you. Appreciate he, it. He's really locked the uh, ball and chain now. Yeah. So it, he's, uh, he's done. So ladies, yes. don't bother getting into his DMs anymore. <laughs> he won't respond. <laughs> They're all, all locked up. Oh, thanks, boys. Appreciate Congratulations, it. Yep. Tom. It's a uh, good, uh, good moment in the life. So yeah. Talk us through it, mate. How was it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we went down to Mornington Peninsula for um, boys obviously know where that is. Yeah. Um, had a really good, uh, really good night away. Popped the question, so she said yes. That was the main thing. So, yeah, things good. Yeah, oh, very happy. Mate. You know, it's crazy. He popped the question, got down one knee, and Melbourne had a fucking earthquake, four point two magnitude. No, you know what the other crazy thing is? He still managed to watch Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. That's yeah. a great segue on, into the Monaco the, Grand Prix on, on the phone because had no uh, <laughs> had no Foxtel down there. So. Oh, are you kidding? Yeah, that was alright. I've got a gripe with the Monaco Grand Prix. Ooh, that Grand Prix gives me blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> because every time they try and pass, they're almost there yeah. and then they can't. Yeah. But it's entertaining. But and at uh, the end of the it day, is. it's not about the passing. It's not. Track. No. It's definitely not. No. Um, Sergio Perez uh, was definitely in the uh, in the wars just about. And Lance Stroll that oh. whole race. Can I um, just bring up something from last week? Mm. Um I did call yes a, a Verstappen Alonso in the wrong order. That's yep. fine. Yeah, and did, did I also call a Red Bull into the wall in practice? You did in qualifying, I should say. So, just wanted to put that in there. Well done, Tom. Thank you. He's the master F one extraordinaire. I thought you were getting up to cheers me, but that's fine. <laughs> the guru, <laughs> some may say. Yeah. No, I did. Uh, I was thinking about that while watching the race. I thought, oh, geez, Tommy's on here. Yeah. He's done well. But even James and Lando Norris into the points. You yep. called that, I think, as a as an option if I can oh, go back. I can't remember to be honest but let's go with yes yeah yep. Yep. yeah I think I was a little carrying bit off carrying you for a few years yeah thank you yeah thank I did you. well I was a bit off with mine I had Hamilton on the podium but I did have uh, Red Bull out of it but I did say it was going to be a mechanical yeah, yeah you did you did yeah. well going back to the race um, Merck's looked better yes better str- um, strategy um Russell would have got a podium if he didn't go off. Yep. Um, which was an interesting rejoin when he ran into Perez as yeah. well. Um, but all, again, it goes down to um, the rain, just a little sprinkling of rain. Yeah. Makes everything amazing with F1. And yeah. the action, what happened was when we were watching it, was just happening from all directions. Yeah. Loving it. So, And Verstappen's so strong again. Yeah. So Masterclass. Strong. Yeah. He just owned it and he kind of owns it that I noticed as well. He seems to be the best um, just in the car race strategy on the yeah. fly. Like he knows when to put the tyres. All the best know. champions have been like yeah, that. Yeah, it's quite amazing. You yeah. know? And Alonso was awesome, but he pitted um, like, uh, I think, two laps in a row. I think he put yeah, six yeah. on and went yeah. straight back onto it. He was actually lucky to keep second place. Yeah, he was. Yeah, um, he did well. He did well though. But um, yeah, going back to Max, he just really made those mediums work, yeah. didn't he? Oh yeah, got a lot of life out of him. It was a really interesting race, I think, from start to finish. Monaco is traditionally a boring race, but yes, um, watching the tire strategy, some tires were graining. Um, it was a really interesting part. The rain obviously helped that. Yeah, um, 
as well at the end and just saying it was like bumper cars there yeah. for a while. But um, yeah, I mean, it was crazy action. So that was really good to see. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the drivers were complaining about the graining though. Yeah. Uh, both the hard and medium options. Yeah. Which was were. interesting. Yeah. So. And uh, Ferrari, uh, interesting strategy with Carlos Sainz once again. He wasn't too happy on the radio and no. after the race said some really interesting comments in the press which were pretty shocking as a, from a Ferrari driver <laughs> point of view. You don't hear that a lot, so. That's not helping his case for next year, is it? No. Yeah, no. it's true. It's, uh... Well, they've kind of put the Hamilton rumors to bed that I, I've seen, but I don't know how true that is or if they're just playing it down or... Yeah, I think that Hamilton rumor also is, might have been leaked from actually Hamilton's team okay. um, as a force of um, negotiation. Yeah, that's what of, a lot of Being out of contract, so... Uh, to try and get Merck to up their game. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see if they play ball with that. But I did... Um, uh, watch an interview with Leclerc and uh, Martin Brundle. Yeah. And the way that Leclerc was responding, it was a little bit sus. It was almost like he knew something but didn't want to give too much away. So, could still be a little bit of truth to the rumour. So Yeah, 100% agree with that. It'd be yeah. interesting to see. It was an awkward sort of uh, exchange, I would say. It was. Yeah. It was very awkward. But Martin Brundle's awkward at the best of times, I think. <laughs> so. Well, did you see on the uh, grid walk... One of the uh, Red Bull mechanics I saw this. Fucking shit. And, <laughs> yeah, and, he said, um, I need to take a, I need to go and take a fucking shit or something like that, he said. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, all over TikTok. It was great. When you got to go, you got to go. But that was funny. Um, yeah, it's always good. And it's always a good weekend. I like how they do now. They do. They used to do practice on a Thursday and then have the Friday off. But I think that's just having that full three days in a row is better for the spectacle. So. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But how good did it look? The marina, the yachts, like oh, it was just unbelievable. You can never get rid of that Grand Prix. No, no. Like I think you're crazy. You see Conor McGregor's Lamborghini yacht? Yes. Amazing. Yes. That was cool. Did you guys see the F40 parked up on the yeah, bow of the yacht? Yeah, that was awesome. Man. That's rich. You know? <laughs> how rich is that? Get it craned on the top of the yacht? Like money, money, yeah. baby. Love it. How do we do that? <laughs> yeah. Motorsport Republic of Yacht. <laughs> get get around go. us. <laughs> Some sponsorship would be fantastic. Yeah. Any yacht companies <laughs> yeah. out there, just hit us up. And you might have seen us wearing a little bit different clothing today because we've got our merch um, printed out. So that's yes, uh, going to be on the website hopefully next week. So oh, yeah. we've got a Rossi print, uh, yeah. Air Miller print, and then a couple of either Max for Stappen or Hamilton. We've got a few graphic tees coming Danny out. Danny Rick as well. as well. Yep. So it's exciting times. They're coming in. Yeah. Yep. Very, very cool. Speaking about cranes and um, cars, it was a bit of a blunder with the Merc bobbing around. Yeah. And I, the teams would not have liked that. No, even well, the Red Bull. Sorry, Mercedes wouldn't have liked seeing uh, everyone seeing the team, the car underneath. So Yeah. And Red Bull happened to Red Bull in, with Perez in qualifying as well. So that, that floor this year is the, one of the most important aspects of the car. They get 50% of their downforce from the floor. It's so insane. It's a massive amount. With that new ground, those new ground effects cars, it's massive, massive. And that's probably where Red Bull's got their domination from. Yeah. That, and, was, the, that and the DRS, I would say. 100%. Yeah. There, was, there was a good article as well. Um, I can't remember who it was written by, but they were basically saying that the Red Bull floor makes everyone else just look second rate. Mm. Oh, like, yeah. like, by a long shot too. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it's really important um, how the air flows through the car gets the rear diffuser. So, mm. but there's a bit of uh, there's a few other um, big events on the weekend. We had the Indy 500 as well, which is um, not something that's huge here in Australia. I wouldn't say a lot of people would watch it. Nah, um, but I used to get up when I was a younger fella and watch it. But a few more commitments these days, so <laughs> don't have the time and the uh, uh, to do all that. So, but it was a couple of interesting um, aspects with 
some big accidents, tires going into the crowd sort of thing. I'm sure everyone's seen that on the that on the socials. Yeah, was most, one of the most gnarly things I've seen. Yeah. and we got our own obviously Republic of groups, so we share everything to each other. Yeah, and that, and that tire going over the wall was um Scary. so insane. And it was like yeah. such an indie car thing to happen yeah. where it just yeah. misses the whole fence. Oh, it was like something out of Final Destination. Yeah, we've done, like, we've done some real damage. That well, I think it ended up bouncing onto a car. <laughs> it did, Is that, it did, oh, yeah. that would have must have written off the car. Like, basically, I think it smashed yeah. its like front quarter. <laughs> That's so <Yeah>. messed up. <laughs> it came off second best, but even the um, the view that got sent into the chat of the uh, opposing driver. Oh yeah, and how he was oh, upside yeah. down. Man, yeah. couldn't Crazy imagine footage. the yeah. the thought process. For those guys, like, what, what would you be thinking about? I know, like I said to you, like you're just waiting for that hit, and that hit yeah. when you're upside down, as we saw in Spa a couple of years ago in the F2, where um, uh, a, a driver died. It was that yeah. second impact that is the killer. Yeah. Um, sorry to say, do the um, Indy cars? I can't remember what they really look like, but do they have the halo as well? They have more like a, a, a plastic or glass shield rather than a halo, so uh, it sits yeah. upright up, but it's more of a, a full full enclosed shield with That's just right. a, with just the top. So. Probably a better design, I would say, look-wise to the Halo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but it, you do lose that. You can't see the helmet of the um, driver. Yeah. So you lose that open wheel aspect. Yeah. A little bit, I I, I reckon. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if F1 kind of goes down that route. I thought they would have, to be honest, by now. No, I think the Halo has been a massive success. I don't think they'll change anything. Mm. I really... um, It's probably saved a couple of drivers in the last few years, I would oh. say. For sure. Um, Verstappen going over Hamilton in yeah. um, Monza 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. That was a nasty crash. Oh, Wasn't it know, ever? Massive. They've changed that whole corner as well. Oh, right. Taken all the sand uh, the sand trap out of it. It's all just tarmac now, which is disappointing. I'm a big fan of having sand traps. If you make a big mistake, you're out. You know? Yeah, that's it. Um, I'm with you there. Yeah. 100% agree. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, was the... Halo in place when Holkenberg was it Holkenberg in the Renault went upside down. You were saying I'm hanging here like a cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. it. Yes, Marina in Abu Dhabi. Um, not scary. sure actually. Um, yeah, he got flipped up. Yeah. Know. Oh, and Roman Grosjean. How did we forget about that? Yeah, it saved his life. 100%. Yeah. Well, he would have been dead on impact. From yeah. The sounds of it. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely so, worth it for the drivers. Hundred percent. For as much as people hang shit on it, it's definitely served its purpose. That's mm. for sure. Yeah. It's just interesting since since it's been introduced though, um, there has been a couple of instances where it has really helped. Where this, you say twenty years previous of that, there weren't that many in, in you know there was no deaths in, in, except for Jules Bianchi, yeah, which would have helped him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, it would have. Yeah, mm. I think it's just one of those things with the development of the cars and they're going through so much quicker now and yeah, just trying to take every safety measure yeah as seriously as possible, I guess. Mm. With um obviously going into Monaco, do you think that's the hardest overtake on the calendar, just by far now? Oh yeah, by yeah. far. Yeah. I, I actually personally think they should make some changes to the track. Okay, they've got money. Uh, it's one of the richest countries in the world. Um, like yeah. there are there were some plans at the very back of the sh- uh, of the um track where you go into through the tunnel. There were some plans to go left there instead of right before the tunnel. Yeah. Um, and they've actually built a whole new man-made area there. So they filled all the beach in, yeah, right. All the water in. So there are talks of that going into the future. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed That'd to be that cool. because I think turning left, having a straight, and then having like I say a tight hairpin coming back around, then through the tunnel. Yeah. And the, but obviously, um, it will just take more uh, effort and time and stuff. So definitely, still, because you know when 
What year do you reckon it was when the cars outgrew Monaco? Oh, I would say you're looking at probably... I would say you're coming into like 07, 08. Okay. Because you look at the F2, uh, F2004, the F... Um, Michael Schumacher winning yeah, the Ferrari. Ferrari. If you look at that car, it's actually... Like today's cars, it looks dwarfs it, you know? Yeah. It's tiny. So, but going up, say, 07, 08, like they're five and a half meters long now. Yeah. Like yeah it's bigger nice. than a Kia Carnival. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like massive. Yeah. Two meters wide, five and a half meters long. They're huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, the thing. And man. have you seen footage of like minis going around that hairpin? Um, like they, 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 they fill up the, the lane. Yeah. So, yeah. You could see it on the weekend that it was impossible to pass. Yeah, I think it was Stroll that got caught out trying to go through Sargent, yeah. tap the wall, and yeah. sort of made yeah. a meal of it. We saw yeah. Carlos signs like he he put he sent it up the inside of Ocon. Ocon just turned into the corner and hit hit the rear of him. Yeah, yeah. there's no there's chance. Can do. I thought it was like, I thought that was move was actually on, and Ocon actually moved too early, but the commentators didn't feel that. So, what would they know? What would they know? Martin Brundle, the best uh, driver ever to win a race. <laughs> Danny Pedrosa esque in terms mm. of the top best rider to not win the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but we're, all jokes aside, I love Martin Brundle. No, nah, he's great. He's the best. Yeah. There were a couple of good moves though. Uh, again, Sargent just sort of got battered at one stage. Like yeah, it's James' favourite from last week. Is the he American? The American? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> so K-Mag made a great move. Uh, and then a couple of the other boys just passed him and Perez came through real yeah. quick. And Yeah, he got bullied. He just got bullied. He got tucked like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we should trademark that. <laughs> Absolutely, we should. It's funny though, uh, poor Sergeant, he's getting bashed this week. Uh, he got tackered as well by the Hulk in the opening stages of the race. Yeah, yeah. Hulk went for a massive move, but you have to do that at the start at Monaco because but, there's very limited opportunity. It was kind blue of balls, silly. Blue balls, blue balls. <laughs> <laughs> very true, James. Yeah. Very, very true. But that was that whole instance where um, Stroll also touched the wall coming in and yeah. it sort of messed everyone well, up. Well, Stroll... He's talented, Lance Stroll. He's talented um, for a billionaire son. For a big no, he is. All jokes aside, he is um, talented because you saw that when there's low grip, when there's rain, he is usually great. But um, he just makes stupid mistakes. A lot of them. A lot of them. A lot of them through Monaco weekend, I think. Because there are people like those Logan Sharp sergeants, and they do they do have. I mean, everyone's going to have talent coming to F one, but at the end of the day, that extra half a tenth you you can make up. I think he's actually got it, but he just makes silly mistakes. Yeah, I so. agree with that 100%. Mm. Yeah, and we've seen way too many of them this weekend. Yeah. Unfortunately. Those, <laughs> that footage of him, of just bashing through one wall, his, his, his front wing got caught underneath, yeah. then yep. just, just drove straight to the other wall, got the wing. <laughs> like, it was like PlayStation 4, <laughs> F1 2021 with online when you had no damage on. <laughs> you know, it was un- I've, never seen anything, I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen anything like that. So, talking from experience from F1 2021. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. I love the fact though that these guys are just pinning it around this track and just kissing the wall and still putting in laps. Like, yeah, Max's quality lap was unbelievable. Have you? Did you see the helmet cam? Oh, I can't watch helmet cam. It makes me sick. Oh. God. The bouncing in the bottom just makes me sick. That's it's weak, did, Daniel. It, it, it didn't make weak. It didn't make me sick. I was fucking loving it. It's <laughs> great, awesome. but it just makes me feel weird. Yeah, it's it's cool. I love it. I think yeah. it's um going through the tunnel as well. That the yeah, the, the dark to light. Yeah, like, it's crazy. So so cool. And you know what's crazier is when it was raining. And it'll spin it up into the tunnel. They'll get grip and then yeah. they go back into yeah. rain, and yeah. then they're like sliding into the chicane. 
backing it in. Backing I, don't, it in. I haven't seen a, a, an F1 car on slicks when it was that wet for a little while. Like, uh, I think it was Kevin Magnussen. He stayed on yeah. the hard tyres <laughs> for like five laps too long, I reckon. He was trying yeah. to do a Brad Binder. Oh, I was just yeah. about to fucking say it, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. um, Sorry, mate. Still know your thunder, eh? Yeah, you are. Standard. Yeah. Um, Cream rises to the top. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, but yeah, that was cool. I mean, it's just, you know, it's something different. I love that. So Well, he had a crack, I guess, and didn't Well, he up. had the crack, yeah. But yeah, it would have been wrong. it would be interesting to see if Alonso just pitted straight for um for you know, intermediate tires and then would have gone out, smashed the lap. Verstappen still would have been on yeah. the, the um slicks. Mm. He probably would have gone to the lead and that would have been crazy. So that would have gone off if he had won. Because he, he pitted twice and was only twenty seconds behind Verstappen. Or like so he would have been neck and neck. So Yeah, it would have been a tight one coming yeah. out. Because I think it was about twenty one, twenty two seconds for a pit stop. Yeah, I think on average it sounds about right. Yeah, I think Max got out well clear. Yeah, when he pitted as well. Um, we seen Oscar Piastri in the points as well. Yes, yeah. top ten finish. Yeah, good on him, our good. boy Oscar. Yeah, happy with that. He's uh, doing well. Mm. Yeah, he is. He, and to be that close to Lando Norris, which he, who is a massive talent, oh, yeah. I think is really impressive. And he was right with him the whole race. I reckon. I looked at his position. All race, it was eleventh the whole time. Yeah, and then past poor Yuki, who was struggling with the brakes at the end. Yeah, um, to get into the top ten, so that was good. And congratulations for Yuki as well for his fiftieth race in Formula One. Yeah, there you go, which yeah. was cool. He didn't have a very good one. <laughs> no, I don't think he's had very, many very good ones out of the fifty. How many swear words in those fifty races? Though? Oh, you could almost quadruple it, couldn't you? <laughs> it was very rare seeing um, one of the pod's favourite Lewis Hamilton have an accident in practice. Yeah, long time since I've seen that. Um, yeah, just a really um, slow crash. Yeah, it was an odd so, one. Mm. Very uncharacteristic. Yeah, very. Yeah, probably pushing it a bit too hard, maybe on the limit a bit much. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they had those upgrades. The, the car looked completely different with those new side pods and everything as well. That so. looked a lot better. Yeah. So I think they had new side pods, floor, and pickup points for their front suspension. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Which again will be more interesting this weekend at Barcelona. With, yeah, 100%. which is the, the as we touched on last week, the um, you know, the test track of yep. all test tracks yeah. for both MotoGP and F1. I would say. Um, yeah, they do a bit. Yep. Yeah. With um, going back to Lando Norris, what's his uh, contract situation like? Is that something he's going to stay at McLaren? Or? Oh, they've got to give him a good car. Yeah, have to because as you said, he's such a talent. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how many years he's got left? Or no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I can find out for you, but. Um, he he's a massive talent, mm. and we saw that last year when he had a competitive car. He was up there, so yeah, you'd hate to see him go. He's um he's definitely one to watch. I definitely see him as a Hamilton replacement at Mercedes. Yeah, and I think That's a lot of I people do. Yeah, because I think a couple of years ago I found him very not immature, but um I didn't see him as a as a race um leader for the team, um driver like a leading yeah figure. Leading figure um, but yeah. I think in the last year or year and a half he's really matured yeah yeah so. I think he's he's slotted into that role really well yeah I think he was just more sort of that larrikin personality he was him, um, especially him and Ricardo together yeah and maybe that potentially halted a little bit of his um, maturing process yeah I would agree with that 100% um, but yeah now you can definitely see him as a leader of the team and and yeah. call them big shots and all that yeah. kind of stuff like that. And I so guess you're the leader of testing as well. And yeah, exactly. Shots there, which is a massive role. Yeah, especially being at Mercedes, one of the biggest teams in the world. So. Yeah. 
just on um, the McLaren boys, how nice was the uh, Triple Crown uh, livery? Yeah, it that was, was cool. gorgeous. That was sick. Did you like the uh, cigarette reference? Yes. It looked like a cigarette burning. Yeah. I love that. It was cool. No, they did well with that. That was really, really nice. It was good to see. I like it. They've they've always pulled a good... Um, yeah. Mm, I love the white McLaren. hats they had. I really want to get one. Yeah. They looked awesome. Yeah, so. that was sick too. There's some cool... Um, cool little things that I picked up as well um, out of the well now 69 GPs at Monaco only 10 have been won not from pole position mm. there you go that's a is, good stat that's insane Who's, do you know who the re- most recent person is I don't sorry uh, well no well it have to be the last two years because Leclerc didn't win it yeah Leclerc, and he was Leclerc, on, yeah, yeah, Leclerc was on pole the last two years so yeah, it's yeah, uh, yeah, Perez yeah. and Verstappen Max yeah yeah, yeah Perez started uh third last year yeah and then the two Ferraris just butchered they, they, yeah they butchered the yeah. strategy they yeah. brought Leclerc in double stacked him yeah which was just ridiculous yeah he's had no luck at that track to being his home track I know uh, that sucks for him I even man. watched the F2 race and his brother Arthur crashed in qualifying yeah and started last on the grid yeah. <laughs> good luck like, seriously well even um they did like one of those um I don't know what you call it like sort of like the Goodwood Revival Festival oh, yeah. like uh, taking out some old cars and he crashed Nicky Lauda's Ferrari yes. around there yes. so he's just got no hope at, no hope. at uh, Monaco that unfortunately that is, to, that is a curse he used to ride his push bike to school along the track like when he was a kid so cool that is dope that's yeah. very dope another interesting stat that I picked up was uh, prior to the qualifying session Danny Rick was the only Red Bull driver or the last Red Bull driver in 11 years to take a pole at Monaco yeah, as well, yeah. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's given cool. the caliber of drivers they had. Yeah, well, more so Max, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Danny Rick came up during came out during the week and said that he wants to be back in the car next year, and that's yeah. the first time he's publicly said it. So something th- in the works, maybe. I think we'll see him in the Alpha Tower next year. Yeah, right. Yeah, but what about um, Nick DeVries' situation? Yeah, it's interesting. We have actually spoken about this quite a lot. We have. Um, he actually finished twelfth, so he actually probably raced pretty well. So yeah. yeah. Just didn't set the house on fire, obviously. Didn't get any coverage. I don't think I saw him once. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? So is it next week? He's the, is that that third That's week? That's the deadline, yeah. That's the deadline. Yeah. It would be interesting to see what happens there. It's a lot of pressure. Lost so much pressure. But 12's a good result. I mean, Yuki struggled terribly in the... And I don't actually know what happened to Yuki in the end, but the brakes, obviously, there was some failure there. So. Yeah. Yeah. How's Ocon as well? Yeah. We haven't spoken about him yet. He did really, really well. Mm. Driver of the day. The, the, yeah. Another talent. Yeah. Not a huge absolutely. fan of him, but another, another talent. <laughs> I, seem not to, I seem to like the shit ones. <laughs> You've always been like that. Always go for the underdogs. <laughs> Love an underdog. That's why I go for the bombers. Yeah. 20 years. <laughs> of pain and suffering. Mm. <clears throat> no, I thought he, he raced really, really well. Um, I think Pierre got stiffed a little bit with his strategy as well. Yeah. Um, he was racing all right, I think up in fifth or sixth mm. for a long period of time. So uh, they're strong, I think, the Alpine boys this year. The car looks good. Um, and great call by you, actually, last potty as well uh, on Aston Martin being strong there. Yeah. I yeah, thought yeah. that was really, really I think good. we both said yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, really interesting as well, coming out of Monaco, it was the first year that F1 controlled the coverage. Okay. I don't know if you guys saw no. that. So it's usually Monaco TV have the the rights to it okay so they can control what's seen and we just as the world coverage we have to see so it was the first time f1 oversaw that we've never seen helicopter camps okay i did hear this on the commentary yeah we've never seen helmet cams there for a long time yeah yeah um so i know i thought the coverage was fantastic 
Because yeah. James, I think, touched on... Oh, I think we are talking earlier before the pod about there was that Barrichello um, coming through that. And then the, the, the camera went to a girl, yeah, yeah. a nice-looking girl on one of the yachts. Remember, you're engaged now. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you say next. There's um, um, been some good Monaco moments like that, though. Yeah, yeah. that was a very funny one. Was, I think it does the rounds every year on TikTok. I've or, never yeah. seen that before. Oh, really? It was yeah. the first time I've ever seen it. The one oh. I always see is the Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah, yeah, walking back, back to his yacht. yacht. That's the best. Yeah, that's the best. That's living the life, right? Yeah, there. isn't it ever? Well, there's a great story of Ayrton Senna when he was in the zone. He was 50 seconds ahead, and it was 15 laps to go, and he was just fastest lap, fastest lap, fastest lap, because he just wanted to get absolutely annihilate Prost. Crashed oh. in the corner just before the tunnel. Got up, out of the car, walked straight to his apartment, and they didn't see him until the night. Wow, far out. Yeah, he was. He said. And this is in the movie, actually, or the documentary, I should say, that he was so far in the zone that he forgot his last five, six laps. It was just yeah. all in the zone. Yeah. That's and amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Uh, one of the goats, if not the goat. Oh, he's yeah, a goat. Center. Yeah. Yep. Keep an eye out for the center tea that we've got coming in as well. Yeah. Paying uh, homage to uh, yes. center. That's a yeah. very cool one. It is. Good one segue. One of my favorites. Yeah. It's very, very Yeah, it's thing. nice and simple, easy. That's what we want. It's probably going to be that I, I think you predict and maybe me predict as well as one of the most popular ones. To yeah, be I reckon. Yeah. That and the one you've got on, I think. Yeah. And yeah. Danny Rick. Everyone loves Danny Rick. Yeah. Yeah. We love a shoey. Oh, yes, we do. Keep an eye out on the socials for that. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we've got a couple of week, couple of great weekends of motorsport coming up as well. Absolutely. We've got... Um, Obviously, F1 in Barcelona this week. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks away, we've got the uh, 24-hour Le Mans. Has oh, that as well? Yeah. So, that should be uh, middle middle of June. I think it's the 11th of June, but I'll have a look. Um, so, we'll have a bit of a coverage next week on that. Yeah, um, cool. Because I think, again, pretty similar to what we spoke about earlier, something that not everyone watches. Yeah. And I think have to get around because it's an awesome event. Yeah, 100%. As kids, we used to stay up try to stay up yeah I think maybe we're gonna have to do something that night and um yeah try and watch it yeah. that's always good I think last time we had espresso martinis during lockdown to yeah. like three in the morning and it was it was a rough one to watch yeah but. my heartbeat was like 170 <laughs> 170 and hasn't moved off the couch yeah. so it's dangerous <laughs> maybe we'll get some um, old man behind the coffee machine yeah. and just pump yes. it out for us oh. So good. Get mum to cook up a lasagna. Or what, what do you want, Tommy? Pasta for Jolly? Oh, I mean, if she could cook some French food, it'd be nice. Just change, oh, it, yeah. up, change <laughs> it up a little bit. Might be a bit of a stretch, but we'll give it a crack. Some snails some and duck yeah. Yeah. Some snails duck and a orange. <laughs> I can organise the duck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. They're protected species, mate. You can't shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what I want to say because I'll get my licence revoked. <laughs> oh, God. No, so what's um we what's the predictions for the next week? Well, we can probably say next couple of weeks. Like going into MotoGP, who we, who do we think is going to take it to the next level? Because someone's got to really step up. Martin. Yeah, I, I I I'm I'm hundred percent with you on that. I got this mad feeling that yeah. he's just going to come out and just eat everyone. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I reckon he's going to hit his form that he hit in his rookie year. <clears throat> yep. And show why he deserves the world in in that sport yeah well you know he th- he'd probably think that he deserves Bastianini's ride so 100% um, and I think he do- he did deserve Bastianini's ride if he just put it together into last year I think it might have been different yeah or so mid last year I should say because he really 
I think he fell off about four weeks in a row. That's the thing of um, Martinez. He's just win or be, crashing. Yeah. Win or be. Bastianini will just charge to a field and then hold the line, you know, and then you yeah. know, take out a podium or win. He won five races last year. That's what saved him. You know? That's, that's what got him the contract. What bike was he on? He was on the Grissini, Grissini you know, and that's not... I'm so, Ducati, ex- I'm so excited. I don't know if I've said this every week, but I'm so excited for him to come back. It's yeah. going to add that extra dynamic. It'll be interesting to see how fast he is, though, you know, because mm. he's coming back from an injury, so... He'll be quick. Yeah. I reckon I hope so they've really been careful with him like they've really yeah they've really time. nursed him and they've come out and said he's not in any danger of losing his seat in 2024 yeah yeah so there's um they're throwing a lot of confidence behind him and rightly so he's a Moto2 world champion as well yeah um in a very good year like he had Marini Bezecchi I think Lowe's was fighting for the championship that year mm. as well had a sniff so it was a good class Martin's definitely going to be up there. I think Bags, I can just see it. I can see him winning it. I can see him going 1-1 as well, to be honest. Just dominating Mangello again. Yeah. No, I don't see that happening. Disagree on that front. I reckon we'll see a satellite bike win. Maybe Dejia. Mm. Some weird result. God, no. <laughs> Mate, strange. Takanaki. Takanaki. <laughs> Definitely won't be a fucking Yamaha. Paul <laughs> <laughs> um, Just Franco. back to Le Mans. It is actually uh, not next week, the week after. Okay, so. Oh, yeah. cool. So it's exciting. Is that on the same weekend as Magello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. It will there be. You go. Yeah. But uh, we've got uh, Isle of Man. It starts, I believe, tonight or has started their yeah, practice, practice and stuff. Week. Practice week. Now, yeah. we were a little bit premature last week. Uh, Standard. We were hoping for a live cross, but that will happen <laughs> next week. As yeah. um, our correspondent over there <laughs> got his dates mixed up, so <laughs> and that's my dad. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, we'll cross over to him next week live at the Isle of Man. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. So Dave Superbike, sure. And I think they that. probably will be racing at that point because practice starts today or yesterday. Yeah, they'll so. be racing. He's so they watched a little bit week. today on uh, on Ko. So so we've just given our listeners and viewers blue balls. hundred <laughs> percent. That's the word of the podcast, I think. But I think a live cross uh, while oh, it's going to be going past going to be awesome. Yeah, so that'd be sick. Dave, Dave will have a few beers deep, so he'll be um, uh, he'll yeah. be on the chatter. Yeah. So we might have a bit of commentary from Dave as well. Which oh yeah, yeah. he'll be uh, telling standard, us, standard. He'll be telling us what to do. Yeah. Do yeah, maybe we can ask him about his racing career as well. Oh, he won't won't shut him up then. <laughs> you do, you do know what his nickname is? Superbike. Superbike. <laughs> yeah. Self. <laughs> self. <laughs> self proclaimed. He self proclaimed. He gave it to himself. Victorian champion 1968 <laughs> He's going to hate you for this he's What black was you. he on? Uh, uh, oh, oh he's going to hate me I don't know like a, a 750 Kawasaki I think it was Yeah right Big Kawasaki thing. Yeah I think he was uh, He raced against McDoan um, And Bathurst as well So he's actually You know He's legit cool. Yeah it's legit He's legit Yeah it's legit Yeah Racing around Bathurst is pretty crazy on Yeah that's, that's, as it is. that's insane so he just, just couldn't crack it on the big stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he won't like that. He's gonna, he won't like oh, that. He's going to hate this. <laughs> he was too good for the big stage. Yeah, man. that's right. He chose the party scene over. Uh, <laughs> he did his ACL when he was younger. Oh, that's it. it. Yeah, standard. that's fair. Standard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the same, um, you know, surgeons <laughs> back then in 1940. So <laughs> couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, 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 this shit. is shocking. Um, all right, let's get off uh, talking <laughs> about Dave. Dad. <laughs> Uh, going back to you gotta Mugello. meet the you got the got to meet the man though to you know. yeah to appreciate it because he will um he takes it as good as he'll give it because he will uh oh yeah he'll he'll put you into a hole oh yeah yeah he's, you've uh, been the very funny position. yeah 
with some sweats going. Yeah, back to Magello. Exciting. What do you guys think? I'm curious to see how Honda and Mark Marquez go because he was up there for third and crashed out. Yep. So it will be interesting to see what he will do, to be honest, because I'm reading more and more articles about how much pace he actually has, you know, and he's normally up there for Magello. Um, yep. when's he, actually crashes, he actually crashes a lot funny When's the last there. time he's won a Magello? Uh, 16, 17, maybe. Let's get that up. I'll have a look at that. I yeah, think he's I- only won once in the premier class. I remember 2018, he crashed from the lead, maybe. Yeah, he's been fighting for the lead and he's just mm. kind of um, just lost the front end or something like that. At the end of the day with Marquez, when he's fit, fully fit on a bike... It's going even okay. He's always fighting for the lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you never yeah. see him, oh, yeah, he's finished seventh. Well, Jorge Martin came out um, when he was fighting with him in Le Mans, said he learned so much just battling with Marc Marquez. So, it's interesting to see what he's going to do in Mugello because I don't know if he's going to win it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he podiums and he really shakes it up to the Ducatis because I think he's the only kind of rider that can. Yeah, at the moment, 100%. Yeah. Because I think, like, you look at Alicia Spargo or Vinales, yeah, they might have a good race here and there, but consistently week in, week out, you just don't... You, you wouldn't pick them. No, Especially think, not no. um, Alicia Spargo. I think he's, he's done his dash last so year. So up and down. Yeah. yeah. He had a crack. 2014. 2014. His last go. time, That's a long time. That was when he went 10-0. and He won the first 10 rounds of the season. That was exciting, that season. I think it's going to... It's a horsepower track. Yeah. Jello, and I think that's where we'll see Ducati shine. Hopefully, we see Aprilia come into its own as well. Yeah. Um, but again, I think just going back to what we always say, that superstar rider that they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just need that. Like you said, uh, Alicia's done his dash. He had his chance. And Maverick, I don't know. I reckon the best rider they have is actually Oliveira. Oh, 100%. And a yeah. lot of people come out and said that. Yeah. He was actually the- my smoky for the World Championship this year. And... I think he would have gone a lot better, obviously, without yeah. all the he's bad so luck much, he's had. So much bad luck. But he's living everyone's dream, isn't he? <laughs> why is that, Daniel? Yeah, why is that, Daniel? Put two and two together, peoples. <laughs> Are we talking about his stepmom's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> what an animal. <laughs> Daniel's got this weird obsession with Miguel Oliveira and it's a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that video? It uh, was circulated at the start of the year. And we'll get Curtis to uh, pop it in. Thanks, but, Curtis. <laughs> thanks, Curtis. Um, <laughs> all the GP riders getting ready for the season. And it's like Peko drunk driving. The guy's in the yep. gym. He's like with the weight and like yep. sipping a beer. And then see at the end, he's got Miguel uh, Pole driving his sister. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> doing, <laughs> doing hip thrusts. <laughs> I think he's got like... <laughs> You've broken, Tommy. <laughs> I think he gets on Tacker's bandwagon about crashing the bike as well. It's a brilliant video. Oh, goodness. No, was it, so was, <laughs> <laughs> was this on MotoGP.com? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. No, nah, shout out. I think I've seen it through bad MotoGP memes. Maybe, oh, so maybe he's a um, big sponsor for Aprilia will be OnlyFans and you can just do some quality videos for us. <laughs> oh, no, step, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd only skip through that part. 
Like the dialogue, dialogue Tommy. Uh, <clears throat> that's shocking. <clears throat> but I've been saying it, <clears throat> excuse me, the last couple of weeks. I think KDM will be a surprise out at Magello as well. Well, it's still a te- people forget it's still a technical track. You know, well, it's not just but, no, that but one KDM straight. are fast down the straight. They got horsepower. They do. Yeah, they definitely do. Oh, I think Binder's got one of the top speed. Yeah, I thought. Um, I thought KDM's top speed was better than uh, Prilius, to be honest. I think it's much of a muchness. Okay. I think. I, I think, think they're all pretty you... much much of a much of a muchness <laughs> apart, apart from James's team. <laughs> yeah, and the Yamaha. Oh, the Yamaha. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> Win Jarvis, fix your motorcycle. <laughs> Put a V4 in it, mate. <laughs> we're, we're all waiting. But yeah, I think there's going to be some corners where KDM will, will be able to carry a lot more speed through it. Yeah. Break a little bit later. This Jack just needs to not burn his tyres or crash. I just don't yeah. think that's... It's so hard for Jack. But He's be, been a little bit better. He has been better. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe the KDM's a bit more forgiving than Ducati. Yeah. But Hareth was just a big show of like, he was out front. He could have preserved his tyres. He actually held up the pack a bit. And he still burnt them out. So, talent, heaps of talent there. There must be just... There's obviously so much more to it, you know, than how the bike's set up. Could or... MotoGP go to like a full, like, hard tyre compound that wouldn't wear and still have really good racing? Or do you think tyre wear really adds to it? I like it. It adds to it. It does it makes add it interesting. To it. There has been tracks, though, in the past, which is an anomaly, but where tyres haven't worn that much. Because if you see... Will we go back to like the Lorenzo years when he used to just shoot off and win by 25 seconds? Would we see more of that without tyre wear? I think we would. Yeah, I know. Probably. I like tyre I like wear because what they do is they, they do hold up the pack. Yeah. It's kind of a chess match the first 15 laps and then, yeah. and then everyone shows their hands. Because it's really interesting. Like if F1 said, you know what, let's make these tyres so durable, but you have to pit twice. You know, it'd just be an interest. It still would be an interesting strategy. Yeah, for sure, it would yeah. be because they can go flat out the whole time. Yeah, don't have to worry about it, and then still have to make mandatory pitch ups. I've always thought that would be an interesting. Yeah, that that kind of makes sense though. Mm. Yeah, I think from that standpoint, I hundred percent agree. But I like it. I like the wear. It, it's like James just said. You can't show your cards too early. Yeah, and then I think that sets aside the good riders from the great riders. Or good drivers from the great drivers. Mm. I guess with F1, you've got a little bit of team strategy as well that goes into it. Yeah. Um, but you can yeah. go the complete opposite direction and make the tyres like massively wear. Oh, yeah. And 100%. then allow pit stops in MotoGP. Oh, imagine that. Imagine yeah. that. I, I do love the. It doesn't need that, though. This racing no, is so it exciting. It definitely doesn't yep. need that. No. It is exciting, though, when they have the flag, the flags. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that makes it exciting because it's so rare. Yeah, in the changeable conditions. That's why I thought sprint races were better only like every second weekend or say five or six times a year because it's rare. It's interesting they did it every weekend, but I think it seems it's, to be wearing. It's, it's working. And, you know, with MotoGP, it's just, we keep talking about it, but it's so competitive. So, yeah. yeah. It it just lends itself 10 to 10 different riders can win every, any weekend. Easy. So. And not one Yamaha. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alex Rins might say, hold your horses. He has had a win this year. Yeah, but he's on a Honda. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) The king of Coda. (laughs) Maybe the the prince of Coda. The prince, yeah. Good point. Good Good, point. Good call. I'll I'll pay that one for you, (laughs) Ted. But I reckon Fabio got gifted a podium in Coda. There was no chance the Yamaha was going to be third. I know. But maybe that just speaks... I I still think he's one of the best riders. Oh, 100%. 
I just think he's just on a terrible, terrible, terrible motorcycle. <laughs> what What's the uh, correct terminology? Sorry, dog shit. Dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hundred percent agree. Him, him, and Mark, and Pecco are, are the three. Yeah, and I think you'd go. Honestly, you'd go Mark, Fabio, and Pecco. Yeah, to be honest, that's a big that's a big thing from coming from that's you as well. That's massive for me. Yeah, because I can't more, stand more talent. Mark, you're Marquez. talking. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. If what, you what do you, what do you think, Tom? Um, well, I just made a complete fool of myself before about the different manufacturers. But <laughs> I'll try to gather myself back up. Um, no, I think Peko is more talented than Fabio, personally. Fabio is... Like, you look at him in the wet weather. Terrible. Look at him when conditions aren't right. Like, that's where I think there's a big difference, mate. He's got to have everything in place to make the, the bike go fast, where the other two don't. And that's where I reckon talent... But that's Lorenzo. Yeah. That's Lorenzo. And what would you call Lorenzo? Not as talented as Rossi. Yeah, but what about compared to Banyaya? Ah, uh, it's hard to say. Two different eras. Lorenzo was... Ha- everything had to be perfect. Yeah. But I think you look at what Fabio did with that bike last year. That wasn't a great bike last year either. Let's be real. Nah. The Yamaha. And he did what Rossi did in 2007 with Stoner. He finished that bike second. That bike was piece of shit mm. that 2007 Yamaha what Rossi did then is the equivalent to what Fabio did last year I personally think yeah so just on that alone I would say Fabio's got the edge on Peko and I f- love Peko Bagnaya yeah like to death mm. but I would yeah I'd definitely say Fabio's got the edge yeah, I, I think so I think it's just a raw talent of it yeah and you put him where again we've spoken about it I reckon if Mark was on the KDM and Fabio was on that Aprilia that's game over for everyone else yeah and I think you'd find you'd see that battle that they had when Fabio was on the Patronus bike yeah and, and that was really heading up to a big rivalry it yeah, was that was, that was cool he did amazing things on that bike but then I look back at like the 2020 World Championship like Quartararo had that on his dinner plate yeah, you know? he should have won that. Should have won that. Or, yeah. or Dovey. Yeah, but that just fell to pieces. That was that was just sort of weak. I mean, obviously it was, was Quattararo's year. Yeah, 100%. I mean, obviously massively um, hindered by COVID and everything like that that year. Um, but at the end of the day, you just got to stay. One meter stayed on the bike. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and I think that's his only downfall. He's probably his mindset or mentality. He crumbles too quickly. And we've seen it. 2020 had a flyer everyone was like beautiful this is his crumbled Mia comes in Mr. Consistency and wins didn't in 2020 wasn't there a issue or a, like a problem with Yamaha's engine they had a points docked or something like that or am I dreaming that it rings a bell yeah but, uh, such a blur those years to yeah. uh, Maverick, Maverick Vinales uh, opened up an extra engine yeah and factory Yamaha got docked Okay. 50 I points or something? Something like yeah. that. As, as a team. Yeah, I don't think it came off the riders. As okay. like the constructor's points. As a constructor's yeah. points. Yeah. I wonder if that may have changed something there, but yeah, um, just speculating, I suppose. Yeah. But then, you know, last year, same thing. Fabio had that uh, incident, incident with Leish. And then just from then on in, it was just all downhill for him. For him. Like still putting yeah. some good results here and there, but what? Binded in Phillip Island, got taken out. In Spain, well, he was leading the title for so long. Ninety-one points. Yeah, we we yeah. do forget about that. Yeah, you know, 
because uh, Peko coming back was so amazing as it was. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the Fabio is still a gun. He's like, yeah, yeah. Well, we he all just needs to be on a better bike. That's all it is. Yeah. Or put a V4 in the Yamaha. Yeah, just develop <laughs> it, do something. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see where they're at in Mugello. I personally don't think they're going to be anywhere. No. Yamaha? Yeah, Yamaha. No. They're no. just going to get eaten. I don't see yeah. them making into any of the bikes into Q1, to be honest. Oh, okay. I like that. Mm. That's a big you heard goal. It here, heard it here first. Yeah. Could this be another masterstroke from yeah. Tom? Yeah. This is if Tom, if this goes through, this is huge. No, man. Yamaha in Q one. You mean Q two? Q two? Sorry, Q2. yes, Q two. Sorry, yeah, Q two. Yeah. Q two. Uh, no Yamaha into Q two. I, I hope just for two in a row that you've called Clip this. Clip that, Curtis. <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> Get that onto the TikToks. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we've also got a bit of super bikes this weekend. Yep. Uh, in Italy as well. Where's that? Uh, it might be Magello. Really? I think so. I'll double check that. Um, but again, you would think uh, Bautista would run away with that. Yeah, he's just dominating. He's just killing it. Ah, uh, sorry, it San is. Marino? Yes. How are they racing there though with the floods? Because that's a Emilia Romana, is it? It is. Yeah. yeah. So at this stage, it's still on. Okay. It could potentially get canned. Yeah. Uh, with everything, but. If it does go ahead, that'll be... Jeez, uh, a few yeah, massive weeks over Chicago there. Chicago domination. And yeah. actually, going on calls that were right, top rack to BMW. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We did yeah. mention that last week. That was breaking news, breaking as, news. We were, as we were filming the podcast. So. Yeah, him leaving Yamaha. Yeah. There's all this speculation. Where's he going to go? Where's he going to go? And uh, Yeah, good to see him in the World Superbike paddock still. Mm. I think it's great for the sport. Another uh, lost soul from Yamaha, though. Yep. You yep. know, that's a big talent to lose. Massive. Massive name to lose. But I think he'll do well on that BMW. I hope so. Yeah. He's always done well under pressure. Mm. And, you know, on a bike that he shouldn't really be competing with, mm. he's been there or thereabouts. So, um, yeah, good luck to him with his endeavours at BMW. Yeah. Really switching uh, from road to dirt, motocross, Jet Lawrence, first rounds of... Uh, 450s, yeah, up okay. to the big class, just casually goes one and one. The big dog, one one. He's a debut. What a freak! He's unbelievable. He's an animal. And his Hunter took out 250s as well. <sighs> the two Aussies, how good are they? So good. Um, but to go one one on debut on that 450, he is a freak. Oh, he's a special talent. And yeah. the, the cool thing about it as well is he's obviously been fighting his brother eventually, and then you got Hayden Deegan. Yeah, up and coming. Um, up and coming. So yeah. that's some of his big rivals. So motocross is in safe hands. Safe so, hands, yeah. And two Aussies, and I think you've made the point before. Um, <laughs> they are they are seriously the two biggest names over there. Yeah. That nobody knows in Australia. Which is two biggest names in sport that nobody knows. Crazy. Crazy. Unbelievable. Like you know, they don't get any media attention, and what jets just done what hunter's doing as well but they could be the catalyst for it to be bigger in australia and you hope you'd hope it would be it should just get more of a mention like yeah like motocross is such a hard sport and then going into ama coming from australia mm. and doing it and then the one titles you know yeah. jets has gone one on four fifties he's won like four four two fifty titles hunters won a title like they're the biggest names over there it's such a massive sport yeah 
like every country people ride bikes, you know? Yeah. Um, and to have that, that's the biggest sport, uh, one of the biggest sports there, so. And in Europe as well, people underestimate how big motocross is in Europe. You go to a yeah. French Grand Prix, MXGP, and it is huge. huge. Italy, something like yeah. that. Is it, it is run by massive. the FIA? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I believe well. it is, yeah. Yeah, massive. And they do it really, really well. Yeah. It's amazing. I'd love to go. That'd be, but, that'd be cool, best It's a cool one, so Australia, a list. Australia's media has to pull their finger out and actually start yeah. talking about Lawrence Boys. Well, yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, you see, like, on, say, the Fox Sports page, they I've never, ever seen anything about uh, motocross, ever. Yeah, it's nuts. You see Danny Rick, you see Jack, you see, you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it Scott Block? Scott McLaughlin, who's racing over in the States. Yeah, Indy. You yeah. see about him, but not once I've ever seen Lawrence Boys pop up. And oh. smashing it. I would actually argue that there is more diehard motocross fans in Australia than there is diehard V8 supercar fans. Mm. Yeah, geez, I'd almost back that, actually. Thinking of it properly. Yeah, and we work in the industry where it kind of lends to both. Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot more people that are paying, paying attention to... I could name five of the top, I, I, a lot of people can name five of the top motocross riders in the world. I don't think many people can name five top guys who can drivers. Oh, I could only name probably one or two. I could only name one or two. Yeah, it's a, that's a really interesting point. I would love to, um, to touch on that more, I reckon. Yeah. I think going back to what you boys always say about, the, about it being televised here is what kills it. Yeah, and I feel like if it is televised here properly and brought across here properly, you would see those fans come out more. Yeah, and it needs to be televised yeah. better in Australia. It's yeah. terrible. I think you have to pay the crappy pass, but it needs to be like more mainstream. So it's not even on Foxtel. No, no. Yeah, yeah. It it's got to be on Foxtel. Yeah, it's not a free to wear. It's got to be on Foxtel for have any chance. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, I think if they can get that down pat. I would back that statement if you change mm. actually 100% that the MX uh, community would almost be bigger than the, the V8 supercar community. Yeah, 100%. And like I said, we just see it at, at work all the time. Everyone knows them. Yeah. Everyone talks about it. Yeah. And how many times you get them coming for their merch, their goggles? Yeah. You know, oh, did you get the latest property? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's doing well. Um, Jet Lines have always. Merch. It's, yeah, it's really cool. And it's a cool market to tap into. It's cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's mm. nice. But even like um, Alps, who are big in the game, even with uh, car racing and stuff like that, they just did a collaboration with Antisocial Social Club yeah, not long cool. ago. So that's another big thing for obviously Alpine Stars as a brand, but should be part of that push for MX and, and stuff around here, sort of bringing yeah. that hype beast community and it should just float with MX and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's good to see big brands trying to collaborate to even push it further again. Yeah, well that's it. And um, funny enough, talking about that, back in the day, James Stewart actually had Nike motocross boots. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and that's they, were, dope. they were only designed to uh, work for one race. So they would almost fall apart by the end of it. So if you look up James Stewart, Nike boots, yeah, it was sponsored by Nike and they'll make these one-off pairs of Nike motocross boots and you'll see them at the end of it and they'll just about falling apart because they're so durable and flexible. Wow. Right. So imagine trying to get your hand on a pair of those boots now. I was going to say, did they ever release them to the public? I don't think so. 
Can they were made by Nike or yeah. they were outsourced? I think it was made by Nike. That's so cool. Yeah. That's dope. That's very cool. Cool. I knew you'd like that one. Yeah, absolutely. I'm all for that kind of stuff. Now I'm going to try and buy myself a <laughs> yeah, yeah, jump on Barker. Six grand yeah. later. <laughs> Definitely can barter. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough of that coming up. <laughs> That's not crazy, right? <laughs> Oh, that's rough. Um, I had um, another cool stat as well. A couple of things actually from the F1. Seb's record with Red Bulls being broken. Yeah, it's uh, crazy, isn't it? It just you, you think of the think do- you think of the domination that that uh, Vettel had there. Um, so yeah, Stappen's had more wins now. So yeah, so thirty nine counting, which is cool. So you think a third championship this year? You Some, say so. Something. We'll have to go completely. You will have to just put all your chips. It's really interesting seeing him interviewed in the media though, because he's really talking about his. This is his final contract, and he's going to be finishing at thirty-one. So he's got a seven-year deal, I think, that finishes in six years. So and then he's going to stop. Well, that's what he's. That's from the from yeah. That's what he's saying. So that's interesting. You got to remember, he debuted when he was seventeen. Yeah. So he's had already eight years, nine years in, in the F1s, but people usually debut when they're 26, 27. So, yeah. Um, yeah, interesting, he came out and he said he really likes other forms of motorsport, okay. sim racing, that sort of, sort of thing. You can imagine how big sim racing is going to be in, yeah. in five to ten years. How many years has he had left, sorry? Another six years. Another six years. Okay. Or maybe five years, I should say, sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Here's one. How do you think, how many championships do you think he could? I reckon he's going to get seven. You reckon they're, they're and they're all, everyone will be stuck on seven? Yeah, that's you my think prediction. so? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Will he overtake Lewis in anything like poles or um, wins or anything like that? I don't think so. No. No. No, I, I mean, I think Lewis is at over 100 wins. Yeah. So he's going to get another 50. So we'll see. We have touched on this though uh, with Formula One. It seems to be a common thing where it's Ferrari domination or Red Bull or Mercedes so he's in that time now where yeah, traditionally yeah. he's got another five years to rack up some titles because that's how it's looking isn't it yeah yeah the next big rule change is not till 2026 where they bring out uh, more simplified engines so yeah uh, that's where you'll see Ford your Honda your yeah. Audi all, all, all talks of Cadillac coming in yeah, as right. well as an engine supplier which is America. yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, they are American now, aren't they? Yeah. Well, the other thing with Cadillac is they've actually put a lot of money into um, the LMP1 class, which is not called LMP1 anymore. It's called, um, I, have to, I have to look it up, but in Le Mans. Yeah, so okay. They've got, and they've got six top drivers. They've got Scott Dixon, Sebastian Bournet, um, Earl Bamba. Oh, Earl, yeah. Earl boy. My boy. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That's the Cadillac. they got two, two entries. So That's cool. In the, uh, in the Le Mans 24 hours. So they've obviously put a lot of money into that. Yeah, right. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of 2026, uh, I know Sauber's losing Alfa Romeo to Haas. Well, yeah. that's the talk. That's the and talk. Yeah. Audi will obviously take over yeah. Sauber in 2026. So you see Alfa Romeo go to the Haas team? Pardon? You see Alfa Romeo... Well, that's what they're saying. Yeah. I don't think it's a good partnership. I think it's a great partnership for Alfa Romeo because everyone thinks it's their car. Yes, but it's just, they're just a total sponsor. Exactly. So it's smart. They're probably spending, you know, a tenth of the money to get, you know, it's really smart. Money. Yeah. So good business move. Yeah. I think this yeah F one's just so popular. Everyone wants to be in it. Where oh. say five ten years ago, everyone was trying to get out of it. So yeah, because everything was costing too much. So. That might be the um, 
the best strategy from the Italians uh, in recent years in F1. So no, that'll be um, that'll be cool to see. I'm interested to see how Audi goes when they get back in as well. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your tips for Catalonia then? Oh, Max by a long way, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon we'll see. I'm gonna go stick with what I said last week. Uh, Lewis back on the podium for sure. I think these are fairs. I was having a good look at the car. Yeah, and I think it'll really come into its own. Like you said, it's the testing track. Yeah, so there's plenty of hours there for the cars. Yeah, I honestly reckon um, he's got to be up there, and he's still miles ahead of Russell. I think as a driver. Mm. Yeah. So, what do you think, James? Oh. I'm just going to be boring because there's nothing there that changes. It's going to be Verstappen, Perez, and Alonso. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see a massive... I don't see any interesting result. Maybe except for the Mercs. We'll see what their upgrades are actually going to do. Yeah. Hopefully it does something for them. Like we touched on last week, hopefully it makes things a little bit more interesting. Mm. See some tighter battles. Um, And I hope the Alpine boys do well. Yeah. Continue their form from this weekend. Yeah, same with Oscar Piastri as Aussies. You know, hopefully he can just keep things rolling as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think there'll be a slight upgrade for um, for a couple of teams as well. Maybe okay. McLaren as well. So yeah, oh, that'd cool. be awesome to see. Yeah, nice. That'd be really, really good to see. Well, gentlemen, cool, lads. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we'll see us. you in California. Let's do it. Beautiful. Bye. Thanks. Yeah. Bye.